CrossPolitik begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> Is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation return in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. That's, I didn't start I, it. But sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right, when the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. Mm, hello, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politic. Thank you for joining us. I we have a bunch of people in the studio today. It's starting to become a habit. It is. I, I like love it. when people come and visit us in our studio. Are we paying these people? Um, <laughs> as much as we're paying you. <laughs> oh well, in that case, this is great. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. Hey, hold on. You were late today. Yeah. Pastor Toby, what in the world? What could well, possibly do this. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the deal. Here's the make you that late? 45, I got to dig in real quick. 45 minutes late. No. Yeah, almost. What, oh, no. Could, what could be more 30, important? 30 minutes. Than, 30 minutes late. What could be possibly more important than us? Chocolate Knox. Across politic fans. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. The people want to know, Pastor. I'm going to tell you something. You ready for this? Yes. Brace yourself. I love my wife more than I love cross politics. So what was Trump doing today? Let's uh, go well, on to well, Syria. Some well, other news. Is Syria something going on to Syria right You know now? what? She's more beautiful uh, than you. Would you tell her I said hi? We're so, <laughs> we're so happy to have her. <laughs> Give us your time. And, uh, hey, I even told I even told Gabriel. I gave him a little courtesy. Heads up. Know, I'm taking my wife yeah. on a date. I'm going to be late. Does yeah. she need any more time with you? Because we can wait. Oh, I, I took as much time as I needed. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's so good. You know. Amen. I'm, so you know. I'm so glad Amen. you did that. Hey, how's your wife doing? Huh? How's your wife doing? What? <laughs> if you if you ask if I Sharon, he's, he's if you, turning Sharon, this on you. If you're listening, you need. I want to know when's when's is David been taking you on dates? I'm just saying. Ooh. If you asking, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? It's huh? like, uh, let's just say I don't take her on dates. Y'all, y'all can't see this. Y'all can't see this. Y'all can't see this. But David is blushing deeply. Let me get this under control because I gotta say this. Let me save David. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take my wife on a date. An hour before the show starts, and you know, I'm, I didn't do that, but hey everything's good. First things first, and I'm not mad anymore. Hey. It was for your wife. It was so, for your wife, so it's good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you off the hook now. Who, who, yes. who are these guys standing yes. yeah, next to me? That's so important. my Woo. buddy, uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Let's go somewhere else. So my buddy in the studio, Troy Kunkel. From, What's up, guys? There hey, you Troy. go. Yes, he's from Texas. Texas. Amen. Promised land. Oh, uh, you hear you this? Go horn frogs. David. Yep. What'd you no, do? No, Troy. You let him bring him in. <laughs> where, <laughs> where at in Texas? Uh, Fort Worth. Fort Worth. Okay. Fort Worth, home of the horn frogs. Mm. <laughs> and good barbecue. Whatever. Mm. What do you do, Troy? Uh, I'm in real estate. Okay. So a lot of student housing. Uh, I own some car washes. And yeah. A couple Ooh. other interesting items. So we go back to. Eighth grade. Junior high. Junior wow. High. Yes. Which is why he thought that mm. rap song you were singing before the show yep, was, was good. was so good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> only only a middle school friend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> would, <laughs> would back you up on that. That's right, man. Uh, Troy's over there busting a beat. He's like, yeah, I feel it. I feel it, Gabe. Keep <laughs> it up. It. Oh, yes. I'm like, what is going on here? What kind of love circle is this? Oh, man. All right. So we also have Kelly Van Newlin in the studios with us. What's going on? 
Welcome, man. Thank you for having me. We're so glad you could be here. Kelly's all Kelly. the way over here from Pullman, Washington. Yes. Long way. Yes. <laughs> all seven miles. Seven miles. <laughs> and you go way back into this community. I mean, like, like wait, you were born here. I do. Yeah, I was born and raised in Pullman. Ooh. Did you go to Logos? Logos? Uh, preschool through 12th grade. Logos. Okay. Get yeah. Out. No. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. There's a few of us. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out. Okay. Did this that can, and this and he you. stayed local. Yeah. 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 And you're working in Pullman? Yep. We're going. Are you you're married? You have family? I am. Yeah. Three years next month. All right. Yeah. No kids, kids yet. No, no, no kids, kids yet. Working no on kids. that. I Troy, I didn't ask you. Are you uh, married? Four kids. Hey. Yes, married. Yes. <laughs> and four kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> let's swip, swap those questions That's around first. Awesome. All right. So let's let's get to some cross politics news. We'll know, talk more about they, they know what they're in for? They're, they're going to. It's too late now. I know. The mics are running and we're recording right now. Okay, guys. We only swear after we go to break. Okay. All right. All right. All right so, guys, uh, you know, the, uh, we're going to get into some cross politic news, and I thought we'd kind of talk about a couple things, kind of related: uh, Syria, Trump, and some Gorsuch stuff. If I'm saying Gorsuch right, I, I Gorsuch. I'm nervous when Just I say go his, with it. I'm nervous when I say his name. Uh, let's let's start here. I got a, I got a little recording I want to play for you guys. Tonight, I ordered a targeted military strike was launched. President Trump announcing that for the first time the United States has taken direct military action against the Syrian regime. Mm. For the first time. So there's a couple things. Uh, I want to give a little background before we get into actually talking about Syria and everything. One is before a president declares any sort of military action on another nation, what does he need to do? Get Con- congressional, congressional approval, congressional approval right? right? He's he, he didn't do that. Of course, Obama hasn't done that, and of course, George Bush didn't do that. Can you, can you turn his mic up a little bit? Is my mic down? It's a little bit down. <laughs> well, he has to talk into it. All right, eat it. I, I'm in it. I'm in it. Drop Come your, on now. Drop your Is mic, that happening? Drop your mic. Pretend down, you've done me. this before. Oh, okay. <sighs> Awkward. <laughs> okay, is that better? Yeah, uh, a little bit. It's it's David. I knew it was David all along. It's David's fault. <laughs> He's making so, fun of me. So no congressional approval. Yeah. And then I, I feel like what's going to start happening is Trump's going to start making military decisions like he tweets. Like something happens and then <laughs> right, he's just going to fire <laughs> off, which is kind of what happened. Right. It's one thing to do that with his Twitter feed. Yeah. It's another thing to do that with missiles with the and bombs. And, and in the multitude of counselors, there's much safety. So when you do big things like this, it's good to get congressional approval. Right. Right. Even if, even if it takes a little longer, by design, that is healthy. Look, don't don't start asking him to do something he hasn't ever done before. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, well, and, and to he, be he, fair, he, neither right. Obama did this, and, and neither Bush. And Bush, so, yep. And, and, Bush and, and, did it too, right? And we well, have after a, after nine eleven, Bush did not get congressional approval to declare war on where, where, where right? he ended up in Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it was Afghanistan. Right. He didn't. He didn't get. So this is one of those places so. where I mean, so Christians, whatever you know, gratitude we have for good things that that we've seen happening with the Trump administration. This has got to be one of those places where people are Christians are saying, Whoa. Yeah. Hello. Or should be, right? especially when it comes to war. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, I think a lot of Christians are seeing what's happened in Syria and saying, you know what? Somebody needs to fix this. Sure. Somebody needs to take care of this right now. And so I don't think everybody's as um, upset at Trump for doing what he did. I feel like the people who really voted for him, like, you know, uh, your boy Troy over here are, are saying things like, "We'll get in that. We'll get in that." You guys put me right next to him. Just, he's a big dude. I know. Distance. So Troy played football at TCU, by the way. Uh-oh. He just, looks yeah. like he I saw still this. plays yeah. I saw football. The sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so people who voted for him, I think, are are happy with what he's doing in one sense. 
um, it's only uh, the ones who are uh, who weren't necessarily on the bandwagon. They're like, hey, hold on one second. What's going shouldn't, on? Shouldn't there, there be a little? Mm-hmm. I don't know, due process before we start dropping bombs on people. And yeah. we talked about this before when we were going to the election that, like, I, I can understand somebody who would say, despite all of the massive qualms I have with him, I'm going to go ahead and vote for him. Yeah. But I'm doing it with my eyes open. I'm doing it thoughtfully. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't, don't give Troy a way out of this. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was trying to help him. <laughs> I see that. I got to yeah, sit next to him. <laughs> Uh, sit next to him. There's love over here on the side. Yeah. <laughs> so, Troy, explain yourself, mister. <laughs> that I voted for Trump? Yeah. Yes. Well, I, I know uh, Trump has not always been pro, uh, pro-life pro um, in his earlier you know career, but you know that's, that's the stance he had as he was running for president, and that was my number one reason for voting for him. So, right, so how do you, right now, seeing that he's just dropping bombs without congressional approval— how are you, how's that making you feel right now, knowing that you voted for a guy that's not really kind of taking some wise sure. counsel before he's doing some major things? Exactly. No, I, I'm not for everything that Trump does. You know, sure. he does some very radical things, but I do like someone that's getting stuff done. You know, as a business owner, you know, we have to make critical decisions all the time in business. And so I'd, I'd much rather have that than someone passive talking about it and never acting on anything. So, yeah, but I think if, I think if, you know, we were talking about this a little bit before the show too is, Look, th- right now, there's there's talk of whether or not the tapes that people are showing are valid or right. um, uh, verified, and so I think Kelly yeah. was telling me what about tapes this. are this. These are the ones so with the Syrian attacks. Let's, Kelly? Let's, let, let me give a little background here. To, to, background, to get background, background. Here comes some background. <laughs> uh, first off, uh, so the reason why uh, Trump is responding bombing Syria is because there are some videos released that um, showed um, some chemical bombing of their own people. Right. Now, they want to blame Assad. No no proof. It's just blame Assad. Um, but there's also, you know, as with every country who's going through all this kind of turmoil, it's chaos. Right. Right. You got, you got um, jihad rebels in Syria right now. You have um, the Syrian government, which is by no means holy, you have um, innocent people tangled up in all this, and so you you have this um, uh, perfect recipe for just more confusion on top of more confusion. Plus, mass media and social media, the ability right. to just create a false narrative, create all kinds of you know. Yeah, and and so yet yeah, we respond uh, twenty four hours later with bombs. So Syria supposedly they're blaming Assad for bombing chemical bombing their own people. I think seventy people died because of all this. And which is probably more likely the scenario is, or this is, I don't want to be dogmatic about this, but this is more likely where I lean towards is that it's some sort of rebel um, aggression that's going on, but they don't like Assad. Uh, America, U.S. doesn't like Assad. Um, and, they, and, and we've done this before. We funded, yeah. we fund all sorts of rebellions in yeah. other countries. And I think it's more connected to that. But this is just a good justification. And Trump, Trump, unlike Obama, Trump's going to um, do direct military action. Remember our news piece that we just heard right now? Yeah. He said, the lady said, this is the first military aggression from the, direct aggression from the U.S. and Syria. Right. That's what Trump's going to do. Yeah. I'm, um, I saw our boy Marcus. You see his, his, uh, his tweet yesterday? No, I didn't. Mr. Pittman. Mr. Pittman said- King Ginger. Uh, yeah. King Ginger. Is that his, yeah. I, I never remember his name. That's his stage name. Yeah. King Ginger. <laughs> Uh, he said something like, what's the difference between uh, dropping chemical bombs on people and uh, injecting chemicals into a woman's Yeah. Uh, so what's womb? the difference dropping chemical bombs on children in Syria yeah. or injecting right. w- women's wombs right. with 
chemicals. And um, one's legal. Oh wait, oh. no, no. But but it reminded me of um, a point that a friend of mine made a number of years ago re- regarding the issue of pro life and f- foreign policy. Yeah. And he said he said um, if if we can't see clearly enough to tell the difference between a human being and a Come blob of tissue Come on now. in the womb. Yep. Yeah. What would make us think that we could see clearly between combatants and non-combatants across the world? Right. That's right. We're, we're, you Thousand know, miles away. Right, right, right. Thousands. Where the, where the, where the um, you know, all the stuff you're talking about, Gabriel, where there's all this, you know, messed up chaos, turmoil, politics, intrigue. And so, I mean, it's a mess. Yeah. That we've been helping with for years. Right, right. And we've been contrib- <laughs> helping, contrib- <in> contributing <laughs> to the mess. Yeah. And, like, what makes us think that we're going to see through that fog and be like, oh, we should shoot that guy. Yeah. Because and judge when, righteously. When we have this kind of massive moral blindness, mm. we see pictures and there's a little yep. baby and we say, well, who's to say? It's a woman's right to choose. Right. We just I need mean, stronger her choice. biceps. I mean, so so my, my, uh, I mean, my, my instinct overwhelmingly when it comes to foreign policy is like, I just don't trust us. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I, absolutely. I just don't. I don't yeah, absolutely. Like, like, I'm sure there really are bad. I, yes. Are there bad guys? They're bad guys. And yep. so on. But. I just don't trust us yeah. to see it. Well, let, let me add to that. So Obama, uh, Trump, back in 2013, he tweets out um, chiding uh, Barack Obama, our president, former, former President Obama, about his decisions with Syria. Let me read a couple tweets. This is back in 2013. I love reading old Trump yep. tweets. <laughs> it's all, you tweet it, it's all on the interwebs. It's Trump talking to himself again. How bad has our leader, President Obama, made us look on Syria? Stay out of Syria. We don't have the leadership to win wars or even strategize. Mm-mm-mm. Second tweet. The president <laughs> must. More? Say, yeah, oh yeah. He did a stream. There's always more. Yes. The president <laughs> oh, must get congressional approval before attacking Syria. Big mistake if he does not. <laughs> 2013. Trump needs to talk to himself. He does. Oh. He needs to go back to his Twitter history. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Syria has prepared for an attack based on all of our talk. They have moved targeted ammunition and supplies to new locations. Amazing. Last tweet, we have given Syria so much time and information. There has never been such an instance in wartime history. Syria is now fully prepared. This might might be a reason why he hit them so quick. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Well, that that, first one, he's talking about not having the leadership to do it. Part of his answer would be, but now I'm in charge. Uh, yeah, yeah. I but, did it. but well, the first one is I don't. We right, don't have leadership huh? to do it, huh? and <laughs> and we need to get congressional approval right. to do it. But I think that's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to agree though. There is something about waiting uh, for another six months to do something. You know, the process itself is can be overbearing and can actually nothing can get done from just talking about it. Like Troy was just saying, like yeah, I I do want someone who can go and do the right thing. At the same time, I want them to do the right thing. And yeah. if having congressional approval helps us to pinpoint who the real bad guys are, yeah. you know, okay. Um, oh, there's, a, there's so much there because yeah. when we start talking about other countries and war, I want to be careful because as a Christian, our way of handling the situation is ultimately evangelism, right? Yeah, the not, not coercion. Not, not coercion, right? right? Exactly. Not force. That's right. Not bloodshed. Right. right. We send yeah. missionaries. We mm-hmm. don't send bombs. Those right. are the bombs. But right, right now we're... We're funding Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, right Stop. across the world. Well, that lunch made you sharp, yeah. didn't it? That's what happens when I, when I little spend a little extra time with my wife. Amen, amen. <laughs> so let's let's hit Gorsuch before we're done here. We only yeah. got a couple minutes to hit Gorsuch. So Gorsuch um, was nominated today, or 
or pass the nomination process. <laughs> did, whatever did, he, did he really pass it? Well, did, well, did they do the thing? They did the thing. They did the nuclear option. I can't remember what it was. Nuclear option. Everything's about bums right Everything's now. Everything's about bums. Seriously. So what happened was about three to five years ago in the Obama administration, they created the nuclear option to get some lower court judges appointed. The nuclear option is you only need 51% to appoint a judge. Simple Who majority. Simple majority. How do you make that rule? Who gets to make the rules? Well, what's when, when, when Democrats have the, the ability to make the rules and they're in charge and they hold the House and the Senate, they can make the rules. But, but who's, who said, okay, yes, this is the, where do they go? They have a private meeting. This is like what they did with Jesus late at night. They had a meeting. We're going to make a new rule. <laughs> well, they, I mean, like, they, who, dis, who gets to do this? They have, they have a they book of procedures. Pro, yeah, book of procedures. Well, we need to make our own book of procedures. <laughs> we need to figure out how we can get in there and... I mean, come on! If so, they're just changing yeah. the rules like that, why yeah. do they even? Why, what's the rules for? So uh, that's that's a great <laughs> point, Chuck. Uh, but I'm just, that's I'm not just where I'm going with this. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't get it. So, um, so about you know three to five years ago, I forget exactly when it happened, but the, uh, they changed the rules. They changed the rules so they could do <laughs> for, simple majority for votes for all other judges, for all other judges, but not Supreme Court justices. No, I don't think it until I, yes today. Until today. today, it had never been used for a Supreme Court justice. Okay. But that could apply to it. Right. But so this is unprecedented. <laughs> right. And so the Republicans use the nuclear option that the that the Democrat legislators um, created uh, to pass. I, I wonder today. what you know, kind of what you're asking, Dave, like where these rules come from. I wonder how recent they were recently they were made. Yeah. Because sometimes I mean, people say it's unprecedented and you actually look back and, you know, like, man. When when America was founded, it was crazy. They had no rules. There was some crazy stuff yeah, going down sure. in the first fifty years of the American experiment. Absolutely, where people were doing insane things, and, and you and so like maybe it's unprecedented in the last fifty years. But right. I, but I'm honestly wondering, like, when right. was that rule made? And <laughs> so it falls in line with our history, changing the rules all the time. <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised. Well, and I, I think wouldn't the, be surprised. I think the lesson to take away here is whatever screwed up mechanisms that the previous administration puts into play, yep. then the next administration can take and run away with. Right. It's the same. And so it, which is a lesson to remember right now. Yes. Because right. what we're doing right now, you, you know, like when, it's gonna come when, back and bite when Hillary gets elected or whatever insanity happens. Chelsea next. Clinton. Oh, it's going to be Chelsea. You better stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> we're all going to beat Gabe up on this next break. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we're going to find out who's, who's the rule maker around here. <laughs> we'll find out who's making these rules. More with Kelly and Troy, too, when we come back. On cross politics. This is Cy Timbrunke with Answer Anyone Apologetics. Professed unbelievers like to stump Christians with the question Can God make a rock so big that he can't lift it? Well, no. No, he can't. There are things that God cannot do. He cannot lie. He cannot change. And he can't contradict himself, to name but a few. Of course, then the professed unbeliever will say, if God can't do those things, then he isn't all-powerful. What they refuse to realize is that those things are not powers. They are weaknesses. To make a rock so big that it can't be lifted would be a logical contradiction. That would be a weakness, not a power, and is therefore something that God cannot do. Of course, they'll likely insist that in order to be omnipotent, God must be able to do the logically impossible. Then I say, okay, fine. A God who can do the logically impossible can, in fact, Make a rock so big that he can't lift it. To which they say, Aha! Then there's something that your God can't do. He can't lift that rock. And I answer, No. A God who can do the logically impossible can lift a rock he can't lift. 
and the absurdity of their demand is exposed. When we defend our faith, stick to the true nature and character of God, and you can answer anyone. For more apologetic answers, visit AnswerAnyone.com. in on that. You don't. You just I almost started it all over again. Guys, cross politic land. On behalf of David Shannon and I, we want to apologize now so for sorry. Gabriel Wrench. Yes. So sorry. Yes, to the he, entire world. He's happy he's got friends in studio. His Texas buddies here. Yeah, it's a Texas. <laughs> he's happy. He's, he's just letting it go. I'm, oh. I'm feeling like I got some support finally. Oh man! <laughs> well, you guys want to bust a, a, a rap together or something like that? You guys want to? Mm, you guys some, some Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, that is my uh. name. of rocking for you is my game. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. This segment great. is brought to you by Oatmeal Stout, Free State Beer. This is from our buddy. Daniel, Daniel Spratt, Mr. Spratt. Yes. He was hanging out in the studio. He was he was not on the mic last week, no. but he was here in town. He brought us our fight, laugh, feast uh, sign. Oh, sign. That's right. I need to hang it up next week. Yes, um, you do. Yeah. And so a shout out to Daniel. It's great to meet you, buddy. And, Daniel, uh, thank you, brother. Uh, and thanks for the oatmeal stout. We are all enjoying it right now. It is free very state good. beer, free state brewing, Colorado uh, company, Kansas have, thing, have, Kansas. Have you, have you stuff. tasted that yet? Because you're drinking coffee, so I, you- I'm just mixing it. Okay. It's good. Back and forth. You're going coffee and beer. And tobacco. Your heart doesn't <laughs> your heart doesn't know what to do right and now. And tobacco. <laughs> what am I doing I with just this? Got, I just he got had back. a great lunch. I had a great lunch. Yeah. I had a great day with my wife. I'm a happy man. What can I say? God is good. God is good. <laughs> I don't say anything. Amen. <laughs> How's Sharon? Great. <laughs> great. <laughs> so uh, I want to talk to Kelly. I haven't heard him yet. All right. He said hi. That's it. Tell, tell us what you're doing. All right. So I live over in Pullman with my lovely wife of almost three years. And uh, I work for an engineering firm over there. And I do um, supply chain management. I'm a senior buyer. Mm. I manage about $30 million worth of spend for the company. Well, actually, probably more like 40 now. Um, which is a lot of responsibility, if you think about it. If I mess up. You got a $30 million checkbook. I do. Mm. And... uh. I know some I use good it places often. we could use that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy good job. And it's funny, too, because I actually have a degree in environmental science and chemistry. Wow. And so this job, I mean, it's 100% from Jesus because there's no reason I should have it. Yeah. But I ended up being pretty good at it. And uh, So talk, know, talk to us about, I mean, so you're a Christian man. You're in this company. You're yeah. handling $30, 40000000 million of revenue. How does serving Christ affect what you're doing day by day? So, I mean, obviously, right off the top, there's an ethics aspect of what sure. I do, right? When you're handling that much money, um, mistakes can get made. And, um, or, you know, there's there's opportunities for being unethical. I mean, yeah, kind of all sure. over the place yeah. where yeah. there's that much money, you know, and I'm dealing with companies on a daily basis. Like listening that, to Gabe about where like, to spend money. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, talk really, to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, you're dealing with companies that have $3 billion that and, and they want to sell you stuff. And, and there's all these gray areas where things can happen. And when, if you don't have a, a foundation of moral, right. you know, solidity that is founded in the scripture, that, Why wouldn't you act unethically? Right. Or the, a, and, the tran- and that like transcends, that, right? like mm-hmm. even maybe like what's done. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, have you ever yeah. have you run into any of that? Like, are, yes. there, are there places where you've said, "No, guys, I'm not going to do that." Yeah, uh, all over the place. Really? I mean, and 
it's it's always kind of in in innuendo okay and, and it's kind of you know it's never expressly said because people are always trying to fill you out right see is this the new kid that's gonna right he's, well, he's he, new well, on the block and he's gonna is he gonna be part of the club and right and just get in on this. So you right. got to be willing to not be part of the club. You do, right. yeah. But it's it's been it's been interesting to see how the fact that uh, myself and interestingly enough, probably about uh, a quarter of the people I work with are all believers, mm. right? Mm. And so you've got this sort of bastion of of righteousness, as it were, in this uh, in this industry um, over in Pullman, and uh, we really we you know not to like toot our horn or whatever, but we set a standard. Like people look look to us as as guys that know what they're doing right and and we're we're not shy about what we believe mm-hmm. everybody we know mm-hmm. knows that we're believers you're, and we love you're jesus you're leaning in with that and we're doing yeah. it because we love jesus and right. uh and and it's interesting to see where like, I was actually just at a lunch the other day with a 3 billion dollar uh, supply company and I was talking to their general manager of the east or the west coast yeah and we were just kind of getting into stuff, and he was he was kind of saying, "Yeah, you know, we've we've seen some good stuff from you. Just you know, what's your background and stuff?" And I, you know, well, I'm pulling you know, pull him in. I'm, I love Jesus. You know, we we stayed here for our church. And yeah, he goes, "Oh, I'm a Christian too." <laughs> <laughs> and I went, say like, what? "You don't have to whisper say, that, dude." Say like, <laughs> you know, it was int- yeah, it just was interesting because he got all excited. Oh, oh yeah. I'm a Christian, you know, and yeah. I, I never get to talk about this, but don't let anyone else wow. hear, you know. Yeah, and. uh and it's just it's just interesting to to be in an industry where I think there's probably a lot of believers, right? But the expectation is you don't talk about it. But when you do, good things happen, right? And, right. Yeah, and it, but isn't and isn't that kind of part of the problem though? That that yeah. like that yeah. we're not like more forward about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like we've kind of been cowed into this position of being slightly embarrassed, right? Under uh, under a false assumption that it's somehow gonna, you know, it will be negative, right? And, when it's and only in some ever cases been good, it could be, but that's yeah. you got to be ready for that. That's exactly. what it is. Exactly. Right. Me and uh, me and Troy grew up in Texas. Did, did I mention I grew up in Texas? I can't <laughs> Where's remember. Texas? I can't remember. <laughs> Do that. It's, prom- it's promised land, what man. Co- what country is I that? I think here? I said that before. Um, <laughs> and in Texas, we were actually talking about this was yesterday, where everyone in Texas is a Christian. Bible it's, Belt. It's that Bible Belt Southern Christianity. It's right. like a big ocean, <laughs> right. but it's it's like an inch deep. Mm. Like right. it's not. It's not. It's very shallow, not very deep Christianity, and and Troy goes to a church um, in Fort Worth where um, he meets some of the congregants, and and they say they're Christians, and and Troy's like, uh, I don't know, you know, but but because they go to his church, and because they they check in on Sunday on the on the Facebook app or whatever <laughs> you check in, they they think they're Christians, and they're part of that culture that, that assumes that Christianity so much. I, I lived down in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, for two years. So that was my like my two years in like Bible Belt kind of country, and it was hilarious. I went down. I was going to seminary, but I was pastoring for a couple of years at a, at a church down there. And my wife is. Have I talked about my wife at all on no. the show? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she's, I talk too much about Texas, and you talk. She's too amazing, much about- <laughs> <laughs> but she's a talker. She's friendly. She meets everybody. She goes to the grocery store. She goes to the mall. She goes to the park, and she comes home with like three new friends. That's just the way my wife is. <laughs> and and uh, she's all the time like, oh yeah, we just moved here from Idaho, and you know my husband's a pastor, and people be like, oh really, what church? And you know they they're all excited, like always excited about it, and yeah. and people come visit just because they met my wife in the in the produce section of the grocery store or something like that. And then after we finish that, I come back here and I take this call to Trinity here in Moscow, and I'm pastoring here and. And I hadn't been a pastor when I lived here before. And now I was, and so the same thing. She'd be at the grocery store. Oh my, my wife, my husband. We moved back here just recently to be a pastor. And she, and several times in a row, had people like just stop talking and walk away from her. Wow. Pastor, 
because as soon as she said, my husband's a pastor. Right. But like wow. the difference between Bible Belt, where it's sort of like respectable, mm-hmm. yeah. and Idaho Northwest, where it's just like dead. Right. Yeah, I'm born and raised in Texas, and so uh, our family's actually on this little adventure. We actually leased out our house uh, in September, and we're traveling all around, uh, the six of us. So, yeah, Don't it's tell pretty my fun. Wife. But we were in uh, <laughs> Lake Tahoe, and uh, I'm, we started going to a little church there, and uh, I got on the lift with uh, one of the elders, actually, at the church, and um, he just starts witnessing to the first, you know, whoever got on the chair with us. And I was like, that's and he incredible. He just stayed on the chair. He just did loops. Yeah, he just does loops <laughs> on the chair. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, that's incredible. But we'd get on the lifts, and he he calls it chairlift ministry. And, and uh, so he just witnesses to whoever gets on the chair with him. And um, it, it was so eye-opening to me of just how bold he is in his faith. But um, uh, how many people from the West Coast here are like, they don't believe in God or, or anything, you know, they're atheists. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. look around, we're, we're on this beautiful mountain in this lake and yeah. you got to believe in a, you know, that there's yeah. someone out there. This isn't an accident. Right. Yeah. Right. When, when I in moved... Texas, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, of course we go to church, you know, but they, yeah. but they have no relationship with Jesus. Yeah. When I, when I moved from Texas to Oregon, it was like going from cowboys and Indians to VW buses and hippies, yeah. mm-hmm. but you get up to Eugene, Oregon. And that was, I swear it was, I was, 18 years old, and that was probably the first time I ever made an atheist. Don't, don't swear on this show, please. I, it's a family show. At the break. At the break. <laughs> it, was, it was probably the first time I ever met an atheist was in Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Hmm. You know, this, the, the, the culture is so much. This is kind of, you know, playing off what Kelly was just saying about how mm-hmm. his, his um, buyer from his other company was just kind of nervous about mentioning his Christian faith. Right. You do feel that more up here in the north. You really do. Yeah. You feel that yeah. that that cultural tension of saying, "Yeah, I'm a Christian." I think um, you find that probably in the Northeast as well, like you know, New England, mm-hmm. uh, New York City, Boston, and so on. It's a lot less churched, a lot yeah. less. It's it's culturally just not. Yeah. And I think the West Coast as well, unless you're Catholic or a Mormon, in the Northeast or or, yeah. or a Jew, right? In the North. Yeah. Well, no, the Jews they get they get Andrew Clavin yeah. was pretty uh pretty clear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's in Cali. There's a there's a book called um, Unapologetic by a guy named Spufford Spufford. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's okay. English. He's a Brit. Okay. Um, and he's a, um, I guess, a fairly well-known journalist in England. And um, it's it's sort of his coming out book. <laughs> like, uh, coming out as a Christian. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh. okay right. Clarify. In, in England. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that, but I'm not kidding. It's kind of like that. Yeah. And he, in the introduction wow. to the American version of it, he says, you know, this is the same book, but just so you know, I wrote it for an English audience largely and there are some pretty significant differences between America and England. And one of the things he says on that is so the the um, uh, the, the um, polling, as far as polling goes, um, it's it's generally believed that um, in England the the numbers are way down as far as church attendance and you know do do you have faith in Christ yeah, or are you right. evangelical Christian? Um, in America, I don't know where we are. Like somewhere in like the I don't know. It's over half probably in America population. They'll say yeah, I'm I'm a Christian. I go to church and so on. But he said generally speaking sociologists believe that in England more people lie or downplay like they may go to church some but they wouldn't admit it wow and so they think the actual numbers of church attenders in England are probably a little bit higher than the statistics wow. but in America they won't flipped. even admit on a poll yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's that it's that much of an embarrassment wow. wow but in America it's a little bit it's still flipped the other way where yeah. generally speaking there's probably more people who still think it's kind of a generally socially acceptable thing to go to church and and, and associate yourself with Christianity right but they probably don't yeah <laughs> as mm-hmm. much as they say they do yeah and I think the embarrassment for both in that situation and with people who are in the corporate world the embarrassment is really probably their lives. Right. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, 
They're, they're just embarrassed at themselves. Well, well, there's a standard. When you say I'm a Christian, you automatically lock yourself into a standard. And people have a rough idea of what that standard is, even right. not having known much about Christianity. Right. Yeah. It's and, accountability, and, and though. So, yeah, mm-hmm. and so people are looking at you when you say you're a Christian, and they start going in the back of their head and going through, well, oh, yeah, he did act. Well, that, that was a Christian thing to do. Oh, that, yeah, he did act that way, too. They're, they're following this list yeah. and saying, I should have known he's been acting like a Christian the whole time. Right. Or, they're like, really? what? I would have never known. I would have never guessed. And so a lot of times people not identifying themselves is pulling the Peter move. Yeah. Weren't you with Jesus? Who? Who? What? Uh, I was around. I never met him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think a lot of times, so when people find other Christians um, who are bold, I think they look at them and say, man, I wish that I could live in such a way that exemplifies what I We talked about this back in the day. Our, it was our first interview we ever did. What was his name? The guy on the back porch with the bees oh, buzzing. Oh, uh, Brent McCracken. McCracken. Yeah, our, our yeah. boy Brent McCracken. We talked about this with the arts, especially with Christians going into arts and entertainment. And I've like more and more like a lot of times there's this rhetoric of um you know let's you know sort of like be like Levin that's sort of like you know <laughs> you know sort of slow and and gradual and and you know and just kind of understated and subtle and we'll kind of work our yeah. way into the system and then like ta da I'm a Christian. Yeah, something like this. Surprise! Guy. And yeah. And, yeah. and the more, the longer I live in this world, the longer I pastor, the more I think, uh, uh-uh. uh, doesn't work. Like it doesn't that. work like that at all. You try to do that, and ninety-five percent of you, you get assimilated. That's right. You yeah. compromise because in the name of being a good witness and being friendly and being cool, you've been compromised, 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 and then when it finally comes to the thing, like the big deal, mm-hmm. you got to play by you, their rules. You you sell the farm yeah. rather yeah. than I, my 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 exhortation now to people is go in on the first day say i love jesus that's right yeah say i'm a christian because that sets the tone yeah yep. and and then and then and kelly i mean you find that it's isn't it good accountability <laughs> too i mean to it like, to, like yeah. everybody knows you're a christian yeah absolutely and, and if you ever have this moment of like Ugh, like but i can't i can't deny it now like i can't <laughs> give it up now but even more so in those moments when you do do something that's dumb, yeah, you yeah. you feel the you feel the need to actually own up to it, yeah, right, because <laughs> right. now everybody knows you did something dumb, right. yeah. And, and if you'd never yeah. professed your Christian faith at the beginning, you could have just swept it under the rug same and conscience yeah. pressure to yeah. One thing I would add too is is there's also this perception of if if I proclaim my faith as a Christian in in a successful corporate environment, and this is such a false perception, I don't even know where it comes from to be honest, but. There's there's this thought that I won't be perceived as capable of hmm. doing this job hmm. as opposed to someone else who who is um, either not, not religious or won't doesn't talk about it. Because you won't be tough enough, or you won't be smart I, enough. Probably or? all the above. Huh. You're, you're too distracted. I, yeah. I don't know what it might be, but this because you don't believe in science. Well, no, no, something. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, it yeah. actually goes into when this company needs something to be done. We don't need someone's ethics get in the way of the success of this company. Maybe. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot yeah, of times, yeah, in a lot there's of corporate situations, uh, I mean, that's a serious thing. It's like, well, we need you to close the deal. Well, there's some things that we need to disclose to these right. people about this so that we can be right. We don't need your conscience get in the way of money. <laughs> right? right. And so yeah. a lot of times with Christians, too, like if we're a Christian, we're going to have to act that way. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so and so I think a lot of times corporate companies are a little concerned, like, well, are you going to be able to do the, the same thing with Gorsuch? He did the same thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the same problem he he was he, having. He kind of he, he, he kissed the. The altar, right? He kissed the the you mm-hmm. know the the country's altar and, and says, "Don't worry, I, I worship the country. I'll be a good judge." <laughs> Ultimately, right. I have my position and my opinion, but I'm not going to let that influence right. my work. And okay. it is true, <laughs> and it is true that across the board, the, the thing I think that they're probably fundamentally most 
uneasy about is they know that our allegiance is not to them. Is not yeah. to them. Yeah. And it's it's also not even even in good things like you know business and arts and all these things that are good. We still have a deeper allegiance to Jesus, Amen. to His Word. You know, I'm not going to mm-hmm. sacrifice my marriage on this altar. I'm not going to sacrifice yeah. my kids on this altar. That's I'm, right. You know, so all of these things come first, and, and, and then yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna work my butt off for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in the order that Jesus says to, right? And, exactly. and ultimately, if if you go to Scripture and you see when a Christian was working for a pagan and they didn't compromise, yeah. it was ultimately better for everybody. Yes. Everybody was blessed because of this one man standing contramundum against everybody else, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, again, once I think that's one thing Christians are wrong. Hey, look, I know that you're probably concerned about how I am as a Christian, but guess what? It's going to be better for you. Yeah. You know, and because I'm a Christian, the way that I work for you, right. the way that my God tells me to work is going to be harder than everybody and, and, else. And it's not because I'm perfect. It's not because I'm, right. I'm the best at everything, but it's because I'm going to honor God. Yeah. Right. I have a greater master. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that should be something that's actually really comforting. Ultimately, to our bosses and to these people, because they they know that then I mean we we would be consistent in that yeah. we're not yeah. going to go rogue. We're not going to you know just serve ourselves. Yeah, you, you want yeah, and then this, hey, I can trust this guy with the money. I can give this guy thirty million dollars right. to manage, and I know that it's going to go for the best interest of my company because of who he ultimately submits to. Right. I want to I want to talk to Troy more. I think we're out, are we out of time? We'll, we'll get back. Yeah. Okay, I want to find out what's going on down in Texas and and find out. Do I mean, we have to? Oh, yes. Don't we know? <laughs> <laughs> They're down there rapping a bunch of '90s raps. That's what's happening in Texas right now. Apparently, yes. <laughs> with Ted Cruz. <laughs> more with Troy. We come back on Cross Politics. Canon Press is a publishing house located in Moscow, Idaho. Canon Press, we create and provide products that sketch a vision of the whole life, a whole culture, a life full of beauty, tradition, education, community, laughter, and celebration, unashamed of Christ, and sharply at odds with the values of modernity, a mature culture with the church at the center, living out the good life, one family at a time. We believe our book, audio, and visual selections reflect this exciting life that God has given us under the sun. As the wisest man said, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already accepted your works. Canonpress.com. For 21 years and counting, New St. Andrews College has sought to obey Christ's great commission to disciple nations and build him a house. Not just in Jerusalem, but throughout the world. Not with stones and mortar, but with living stones. We build and fight. This is the task of a Christian liberal arts college, to equip students with the tools to build and fight. And this is our joyful task as we seek to graduate leaders who shape culture through wise and victorious living. To learn more, check us out online at nsa.edu forward slash explore. Gabe, don't you say anything. Huh. Ah. <laughs> this is not your football field. I didn't say anything. I just said, I just said, huh. Welcome back to Cross Baltic. Gabriel is misbehaving. Again. Because he's got a buddy from middle school. He's Texas. <laughs> he's acting like he's in middle school. Ask, ask Troy about our eighth grade teacher's grade book. <laughs> oh, <Hey>. no. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Troy. Wait, what am I yes. supposed to ask him? About his eighth grade what? Teacher's grade book. 
Oh. I might have gotten a little frustrated one day oh. and, uh, with that teacher, and I didn't feel like he was giving us the right grade. Who's and that so, teacher? Who's that teacher? Mr. Well, Anthony. Can we say it on Mr. The Anthony. Air? I just <laughs> said online. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I didn't feel like he was being fair with everybody. So no, uh, no, fair with me and you, really. Oh, okay. It, was, it wasn't well, yeah. everybody. It was right. me and you. There's like seven kids in the class. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so I I thought I would just take that grade book home and just fix it up how I oh. thought it should be, oh, and right. uh, <laughs> so my might have just taken it and uh, why well, didn't want to put it in my bag right because I no evidence you know on me so I just put it in my good little buddy Gabe's backpack <laughs> boom and uh, grade book went home with him and uh, needless to say we and we, I knew I knew he put it in my bag I saw him put it in my bag yeah yeah yeah. But uh, yeah, we we got well. I think we so we, so. What happened was was the principal. Everyone started calling because he can't find his grade book. You know, he needs this grade book, right? right? And right. this is before like computers were really mm-hmm. used in school because sure. I was I was raised in the nineties, yeah. right? <laughs> and and so all the everyone's calling around for this grade book and they can't find it. And it happened to be that night I was spending night at Troy's or hanging yeah. out. At Troy's. And so we're freaking out, right? So we're stressed. Oh my gosh, what do we do? And yeah. so the, the principal calls. I forgot uh-huh. how we how did we disclose that we did this or Oh, we came clean, yeah. We we did come clean, but was it Is yeah. this the story where you guys are digging trees? Yeah. So we're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. Oh, you told us yeah. that story. Did I tell actually, you that story? So yeah. like that whole summer We only have one story again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we dug yeah, we dug holes for trees. And so like this whole driveway that goes into the the church school yeah. uh, has beautiful trees on either side <laughs> of the compliments of Gabe and I. Well, <laughs> well let, me, let me back up there. Let me back up there. So for our punishment, they basically created some sort of restitution punishment for us, yeah. and we had to go around. We had to, our parents had to drive us to the teacher's house to ask for forgiveness yes. for yep. taking this grade book, yep. and then our principal um, required us to plant trees on on pro- on the property. Right. And this is it's summer. It's close to summer. It's hot mm-hmm. outside. Yeah. Um, the the ground. It's not like our ground. Our soil here in Idaho, which is soft, it's, Very it's Texas, rocky, yeah. rocky, you know. And so we plant these trees all along the driveway. I mean, it, it took us oh yeah forever, uh, I don't know, forever. And and then um, they ended up dying. I think I said this before. They ended up dying about six months later. <laughs> all of them except for one. Yeah. <laughs> pay for your sins, which is yeah. paying for my sins. That's how I see it. Yeah. Yep. So death and resurrection yeah. and sacrifice for my sins. Well, right there. you know, this makes more sense. Why Troy voted for Trump? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> it makes sense now. You mean hard work planting? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yes. no, taking justice into your own hands. <laughs> 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 Fix that great book. Yes. Drop, uh, drop some bombs. That, yeah. Nothing's changed much. I see. No. It seems like when you guys get together, digging is always happening too. Oh, <laughs> true. We have been doing a lot of that. Yes. Yeah. So Troy, tell us about uh, being a businessman in Texas, and um, and how does you know being a servant of Christ in your particular field? How does that how does that um, come together? Sure. Yeah. So uh, my whole philosophy is God, family, and then business. Yeah. And uh, I think if you keep it in that order, I think that's uh, you know the best way to, to do business. This and sounds so, like a football saying. It is. <laughs> well, I'm old Texan football guy, right? So that's great. So, yes. but you're in real estate. Mm-hmm. In real estate, yes. And and how do you I mean, how, how do you think about like you so keep those things in order, sure, right? So God sure. first, then family, right. then business. Now you get into business. You're buying properties. You're selling properties. You're renting properties. So on. I mean, how does being a servant of God, uh, how does that affect the way you're doing that particular kind of business? Right. Mm, mm. So, so I've, I've affect a lot of families, right? So yeah. I have a lot of uh, people right. that work for me and, yeah. and how do I treat them? How do I uh, show them Christ in me as, yeah. as I'm 
uh, you know, negotiating monies with them or right. paying yeah. them or uh, just loving on them, yeah. you know, and firing uh, them, firing them, <laughs> hiring them. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's uh, it's intense. So, and, so we live in a I mean, you know, given the kind of economic landscape that we live in, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's kind of insane, right? I mean, right. I mean, it's. I mean, we have tons of prosperity in certain ways, and on the other hand, you got, you know, government and everything, um, you know, subsidies, taxes, mm. all this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I mean, that gets pretty gnarly, and you got people that are, you know, really, you know, aren't well off. You know, maybe, maybe they have financial crises, sure. they have medical emergencies, all that kind of stuff. I mean, how do you balance sort of the like, you know, I need to do right by my other obligations, right? Um, on the one hand, but also being maybe merciful or compassionate with people that get in bad places. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, they see, they see. Hopefully, uh, what I put um, as importance uh, with work. They they see the volunteer work that I do, as mm-hmm. far as like at our church and doing. We do what's called kids camp, vacation Bible school, and yeah. that I'll take off for a whole week and do that. And yeah. then I go uh, do what's called Good News Club. I don't know if you guys have Good News Club. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, I go to like inner city schools and do yeah. uh, Good News Club. And yeah. so, um, you know, people want to schedule a meeting with me. And I'm, hey, I'm sorry, I'm going to this Bible study and, sure. and, or Good News Club. Yeah. And, and, it, and it opens up doors. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my biggest things I do is I always pray for uh, meals when I go with business guys. And yeah. that's just the, the best way to just... <laughs> Whoa, you know, yeah. it freaks out yeah. some people. Break the ice you know, right there. It right? breaks the ice. Yeah. It lets them know where I where I stand, and it really helps uh, lead the conversation um, during that lunch. You know, of of whoa, yeah. you know, Are, did we just stop and pray? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what happened? What yeah. happened there? Yeah. He has a steak halfway in his mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Right. Are, are there things in um in the like our ways of doing real estate business in our culture that you see and you're like, yeah, and I don't do that. You know, because I'm because because I'm a Christian, like I, eminent like, domain. Sure, I mean there but there. There's, not, I mean that's more like a government thing, right? <laughs> Trump used it when he yeah. wasn't working. Oh yeah. Government. Oh. Walmart uses it, don't they? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know, but like, I mean, are there things like where you say like, yeah, that's a, a a place that I don't go. I mean, I know that some real estate guys do. They go there, and I don't go there. <clears throat> um. I, I don't necessarily know if it's if okay. if you can really draw that line okay. on on real estate. Kind, stuff. kind of no. depends on the sure. situation. I mean, there's some fraudulent things that obviously I don't do. Yeah. That you could probably you know <laughs> yeah. sign that's some, good. That's sign good. Some, yeah, some fraud. 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 Or, yeah, fraud. No fraud. No fraud. No fraud. Is, yeah, there we go. There's there's no, my no line. stealing. No stealing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, as a businessman, you want to negotiate and get the lowest deal. You yeah. Know? So right. Um. You know, you're always uh, looking for deals, right? Yeah. Well, I think I think what's kind of interesting about this whole business discussion, and Kelly kind of alluded to it earlier too. It's like for the longest time, there's been like this um, influence of separating sacred from you know practical, sacred from secular, or whatever. secular. Yeah, yeah, however you want to use that mm-hmm. terminology, um, that was better than mine. Um, and, and there's this there's this disconnect between our work, our our family life, our church, you know, and and it's all. It's all disconnected, but that's not how God created it. Like, right. No, that's like, right. It's that's not right. really. It's not really disconnected. Well, but we, you know, it's like when I go to office, if, if someone got elected as a politician in office and I can keep my faith at home, I promise I won't, yeah. you know, be a Christian politician. <laughs> I'll keep my this. personal faith. It's, it's that same kind of concept in the business world. Um, you know, I've worked in corporate for 11 years and, and then now I'm a consultant, I think. And um, <laughs> consultant you, you is always... <laughs> Like I did that. I did exactly what you did. Me and David, we were having a meeting with uh, uh, a gentleman a couple weeks ago uh, over breakfast, and we prayed right before the meal. And, and you could just 
You yeah, can feel yeah. him jump. Uh, you can feel him jump yeah, in the room. Yeah, I heard everybody heard the forks drop to the table. Like, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna pray. We're gonna pray. <laughs> no, no, I, right. I, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's Is pray. It Easter. Yeah. You know, I want to. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, Troy, I, I kind of want to talk to you guys. I want to ask you guys a question. Um, when you work in business with Christians, I, I kind of get the landscape of making the best deal, getting the lowest interest rate, getting the top dollar for the property. But when you work with Christians, do you work with them differently than you work with everyone else? Isn't there a different standard or a different guideline when you're working with a brother? Um, what you're trying to actually accomplish? Do the rules change at all for you? Um, I think you'd have to, it would depend on what you're doing, but I think at the end of the day, as a Christian in business, your goal is to honor God by being the best at what you do mm-hmm. while you're there, right? Um, especially to the brethren. Especially, <laughs> but at the same time, so I guess it, to put it in like a scenario, if I'm if I'm negotiating prices, for my company and yeah. and the person I'm negotiating with happens to be a believer as well. That's not going to stop me from from doing the best negotiation that I can. Right. Right. And I would hope that it wouldn't stop him from being the best negotiator that he could be as well. Right. At the end of the day, I think that. Um, but the cards how they lay on the table are a little different, though, right? I think feel- I think it would because there's an understanding that we're both beholden to something more than us right. and more than our business that we're representing. So you, so you're but, a little more upfront. Maybe you could, you feel like you can be a little more upfront with him. Say, hey, here's what we need, and if you can make this happen for us, and this is a perfect deal for us, yeah. you don't feel like you need to kind of um, pamper or, or, or handle the situation to manipulate in any way. You know. Yeah, I guess I guess the best the best way to say what I was trying to get at was I wouldn't do a worse job for a, for a Christian, right? right? And I would I would hope that no one would would do a worse job because I'm a Christian, right? Pointed towards me, I would hope we would both do the hmm. best we yeah. could do. To glorify God through what we're doing. Yeah, I think you said. And, and there's a standard. I mean, right. I mean biblically, we're, we're we're required by God to have equal weights and measures. Right. Exactly. Right. So, exactly. so it's not like you know a dollar is a dollar for for a non-believer, but you know ninety-five cents or a dollar fifty for the believer. You know. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, so, it's equal weights and measures. Sure, but I mean, equal weights and measures for construction can has a margin, right? Equal weights and measure for any business has margins. I'm like, well, that's just our price. Yeah. We live in this part of the town. It costs a little more to do business in this way. So you know I don't know if this is what you're getting at, but like I'm thinking, like the one place I can think where maybe it would affect things is like sort of in a bigger, like strategic way. If if you're thinking big picture as businessmen, you're like, I don't want to just. I mean, my point in making, you know, ultimate. This could, you said eschatology earlier. We didn't talk about this. That's, oh, yeah. but, that's but where like, I want to go. But like, if if we're thinking big, long term, like yeah. kingdom. Okay, Jesus died and rose again, and he purchased all the nations of the world. Right. Right. Go into all the world, you know, proclaim the kingdom, baptize, disciple the nations. So ultimately, whatever we're doing vocationally is tied into that. We want to see every business, every cultural endeavor uh, serving Christ. Sure. Right. Sure. So I could see there being places where and it probably would just kind of depend on your industry where this would come in. But like if I'm going to choose between I use a really like, you know, easy black and white example but like if planned parenthood wants to build a building in pullman on my Troy, property and, and or Troy's whatever not broken yeah. the deal. And, and you're and you're yeah, right, right? And, <laughs> right and you're yeah. a real estate guy and they say hey, we're interested in buying some land like i would say no yeah of course not you right. know go find right. another real estate agent close for business you know, um or you know if i'm gonna put up a you know i'm gonna put up a a, a a you know a dance club with strippers or something like that 
um, no, no thanks. Not yeah. going to do that. From a construction company, you know, no, I'm not going to build your. Well, I've had people approach me as far as uh, buying warehouse space to store marijuana. And yeah. um, I've chosen not to get into that industry, even right. though it's a very profitable one. Yeah, yeah. man, you're so. missing out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're missing out. God, God made it, bro. <laughs> God made it. Nah. No, no so. but I mean, but in situations yeah, so like there's different industries, I do choose not to get and, into. And, and, and maybe on this, maybe on this, in the same sense, there might be like a church that comes in and says, "I want to buy a warehouse right. and, and do you know do something or, or or some kind of Christian ministry," and you might say, "Hey, I'm going to prioritize that because sure. I believe Absolutely. in that kind of work." Yeah. Which isn't necessarily saying you're giving them a better well, deal, well, but you're... And why not, though? Couldn't you do that? I mean, so, for instance, you say a Christian family's trying to buy a house, you're working with them, and the thing that's stopping them from buying the house is that your, your, your take on this, right? And you, and you just feel like, you know what? Like, this is a brother... He's got a family with six kids, and you want to help him. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, you mean, you mean, a, you mean a brother or a brother? <laughs> Which one you mean? I'm just happy you know the difference. <laughs> oh. oh yeah, think, well think, think about this though. If if uh, I owned uh, a, a plot of land and Planned Parenthood came said three hundred thousand dollars for the land, or a church came and said two hundred fifty, yeah. Yeah, isn't I'll there, take the two fifty. Isn't there a favoritism that kind of goes with the 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 fellowship of the brethren in, in one sense or another? You know what I mean? That there's a certain type of uh, you treat everybody right. Clearly, when it comes a, to the Ten Commandments, right, right. But right? I guess maybe getting. I mean, rather than choosing between Planned Parenthood and and the Christian brother, maybe you have a Christian brother and just you know just Joe guy from the community. Sure. And you say you know all things being equal, you know I I'd like to bless yeah the brother, right? Yep. And so, you know, I think so long as you're not doing wrong by someone else in giving that brother a deal, if, if it's within your freedom to give that, yeah, then then yeah, I would say generally Christian businessmen would probably want to do that. I typically, when I go to Christian businesses, I just, whatever their price is, I want to pay that and I want to usually want to do more, mm-hmm. right? And that's just my natural right. inclination. And so what happens is, is when, when people with friends that I have that are like this, they're the other way around. Right. <laughs> right. Oh no, you don't have no don't no, don't worry about it. We got it. No, no, no. You take the and we're fighting about like who's gonna bless each other, right. you know? <laughs> like Well, because what you yeah. don't want is you don't want people thinking, oh, cause cause I'm a brother, right. you owe me a cheap you know, what what's the brother discount? Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Well, right. No, well that's that's not how it is. Right. Yeah, and I was gonna I was gonna say too, I think it may correct me if I'm wrong, because this might be a false. Oh, we will. I, <laughs> I know you will. That's all throwing it out there. Getting it ready. But uh if the person, so if a brother comes to me uh, on a on an individual basis, so it's right, thirty grand, and, and say, yeah, <laughs> thirty grand. So Three uh, kids. I will, I will do, and you know, and I'm and I'm maybe not even necessarily representing my company, or I'm acting on an individual level. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Everything was said. I totally agree with you. Right. But if I'm if I'm coming to a table representing a company, right. Yeah, and, and, a, and another yeah. Christian is coming representing a company, yes. right. And and they're just because he's a Christian. I'm not necessarily going to um, cut him a break, yeah. Because really, I'm cutting his company a break, not him necess- well, and, individually. And, yeah. right? and you're not being a good steward, at the right? Same exactly. Because so, it's not yours, yeah. Right. When, this, when in choice situation is different, it's his right? his right. property. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, he's yeah. the one who gets hundred percent. Yeah. Now, if you decide to go back to your boss and say, "Hey, you know, I really feel good with this company. I feel like ultimate and not lying, but telling the truth. Say, I think we're going to get a little more integrity with our products." with how they're going to engage us. Yeah. And it's a little more expensive, but ultimately that's what we're paying for to have quality um, uh, service from this company. Yep. You know, and, and you know you're going to get that because of who it is you're working with. And you probably wouldn't go to bat for somebody else who's not necessarily a Christian, right? So mm-hmm. I think there's, there's, there's some of those things that kind of 
Christians, we kind of, there's an inside. It's a matter of, I, I know what you're getting at. I, I think it's a matter of saying that, but also, rec- but I think we live in a world that has oftentimes said that and meant it in a cheap way. That's right. Yeah. And, and that's the yeah. thing that we got to lean against is it doesn't mean that you're doing shoddy business. That's right. It doesn't exactly. mean you're, mm-hmm. you're taking advantage of a brother. No. It, 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 it does mean that, yes, we are on the same team in terms of the big picture, which means that we're committed to quality, yeah. excellence, truth telling, all of that. It's, it's, so it's so like give marriage. a bigger tip. Well, well, yeah, and it's like marriage. Right, right. Like husbands, uh, wife, submit yourself to your husbands. And everybody's like, see, yeah, see, see, see what she's got to do? And it's like, yeah, but you die for your wife. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's everybody's rushing, rushing to love each other right. you know, in the situation. So, but it's I, a, I think it's, I forgot my, this is like the one day I didn't bring my Bible with me. Galatians 6 I've says. I've hit his word in my heart. <laughs> well, what's, what does Galatians 6 say? You, you were just about to quote it. I don't want to interrupt you. Oh! <laughs> it says, uh, do good to all men, especially, especially yep. to those of the household of I've faith. I've been saying yeah. that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just I'm giving you a little saying, amen up in here. I just here. didn't quote it. I pulled a Paul. I said, you've heard it said. You know. <laughs> <laughs> what? So did we talk enough about eschatology? Man, I I think we're running out of time oh, now. Man. But we needed to go there next right, time. We're going to win. Maybe That's it. Yeah. Eschatology. Yeah. God's love the world. Jesus won. Love God. So we win. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. We do win. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politics.